0: Welcome to the Equipped Podcast, where corporate woman Cassie Duke and college basketball coach Clarice Garcia help you uncover what God's Word says about who you are and His promises for you. This podcast is a journey to equip and empower you to operate and thrive in your God-given identity.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. Um, my name is Cassie Duke. I'm joined by Clarice Garcia, and we're so excited to once again be talking with you this week. As a reminder, last time we met with you guys, we were talking about the topic of disappointment and how we deal with that as Christians. You know, as we walk out this everyday life, we're bound to run into disappointments and things that get us discouraged. But God has given us a hope and a future, and we had a great discussion around that. So, Clarice, I know we're excited to get together again. And discuss our next topic. So what are we going to be talking about today?
0: Well, great Dave, Cassie. I am so excited. And it is truly timely. We were just talking about the different things God had placed on our hearts. And with the coming holiday of Independence Day, freedom just mm-hmm. rang and sounded so strong in my spirit and your spirit. And I just thought it was very neat and timely that God would have us discuss something that while we are celebrating those who came before us to fight for us, to um, allow us the opportunities to live um, an abundant life here in the States. You know, we get to talk about the spiritual aspect of this freedom as well, because when you look at freedom, you understand that, okay, I am coming from a state of being imprisoned or enslaved and in whatever capacity that is. And how cool it is that God is showing us through his word and through his life, how we are free in him, free in Jesus. And so the thoughts of just knowing that Cassie, you and I have gone through, um, in a lot of areas, and obviously Mm -hmm. we are not done being refined, but in so many areas we had been bound, but yet we are now free. And what I thought was so neat and, you know, my passion and love for the old Testament, Mm -hmm. obviously love the new Testament, but I love the old Testament. Um, And in Luke, when Jesus was on the earth, the very first time he opened the scrolls and he read from Isaiah and what he read in Isaiah was from 61.1. And he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom to those who are bound to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And so if you look at these areas in which we're bound, you think of it, you think of the things that Jesus says in Isaiah first, and then Jesus talking and reading from Isaiah, it says the afflicted, the brokenhearted, the captive, and then prisoned, those who are bound. And what's so incredible to me is these are areas that when we look around and if we allow God's eyes to illuminate, just what's around us. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's a day that I, that goes by that I don't see someone in the state or I have been in the state. I even think of, I just think of being broken hearted, whether it's from a relationship, whether it's from, we talked about last week being disappointed, mm-hmm. whether it was not having the promise yet manifest from God or self-inflicted unmet expectations that are just so high that you are just really disappointed from it but when you look at this word broken hearted it really means crushed or broken broken into pieces and I don't know about you Cassie that broken hearted feeling is tough oh my
1: gosh that is one of You know, in my experience, one of the most challenging things here on this earth, like you said, we often hear broken hearted and think relationships, but it can be broken hearted in many other ways. And so loss—yeah, that loss, it can be a parental broken heart. It can be a romantic relationship. It can be a friendship when you have that disappointment and you're right, that broken heartedness, you feel it so much in your, just in your flesh and your emotions. um, And it is hard to overcome. So when we hear scriptures like this about how the spirit of the Lord, um, brings this type of
0: freedom from this. It's very encouraging. So amazing. And what we really wanted to hone in on today is just that freedom to those who are bound Mm -hmm. and it's these different areas and, you know, looking at just our lives and looking at how we've journeyed, um, We put it contextually and in the perspective and the framework of what Jesus did here on this earth. And so if you turn with us to John chapter eight, looking at this story, and I encourage you guys to read John, any, any one of the gospels, I specifically love John, but (laughs) any one of the gospels, but it's interesting because when you look at eight, starting in chapter 31, And Jesus is talking to the Jews here Mm -hmm. and he's telling them, he says, if you abide in my word, you're truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And what's so funny is I just sometimes put myself in this context and I'm like, okay, if I was a Jew sitting there listening to Jesus, would I ask these goofy questions too? And I'm like, yeah, I probably (laughs) would have, unfortunately. But you know, they answered him and they're saying, we are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say, you know, you will become free and they challenge him on this. Mm -hmm. And what is so interesting is because God, Jesus is there talking about this spiritual freedom, this freedom from all this inner turmoil. And, you know, ultimately he then tells us um, later in John that he's going to leave us peace. But in the meantime, you have this group of people that are literally sitting there saying, what do you mean? How will we become free? We are free. Like we're not in bondage. We're not in prison and teed up, teed it up for Jesus perfectly. Um, And so Jesus says, he says, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. And we'll get into later Galatians, um, you know, the different things sin wise, but the slave, he, Jesus goes on to say, the slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are, and it's so funny, Jesus. I know, (laughs) like, obviously, I know that you are the offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with, um, with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. And so, what he then challenges them with this is because they're not understanding this whole freedom. And, you know, when you're thinking of Judaism, you're thinking of, you know, law and just that Jesus came to fulfill the law, but they don't know this at this point, it's been foretold, but they don't understand that they're living in current mere miraculous state of Jesus fulfilling the law. But anyway, so Jesus goes on to say, he says, you, you are you are of your father, the devil. And so when we're going through, let me just back up one second. When we're going through this, it's understanding why do we need freedom, right? So it's when he's telling them this, he says, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character for he is a liar and the father of lies. And it's interesting because when you go back and you look at the different ways that we are bound, you look at being afflicted, brokenhearted, captive, being a bound prisoner So often, obviously, like these people who are literally looking at Jesus being like, I have no shackles and chains. I'm not, I'm not bound. Mm -hmm. But think of how the father of lies gets in and afflicts us or tries to create situations where now we're maybe captive in mind or captive in belief system where we can't get past understanding and knowing that we have a father in heaven who loves us, who sent his son. Mm -hmm. So Later in John, Jesus says, the thief, who he is talking about the devil, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. And so we're called to this life of abundance. And we have this very real enemy that's trying to steal and trying to kill us and trying to destroy us and keep us in captivity. But yet Jesus came so that we can be free. And the truth sets us free. It does, and there's so much
1: richness in those verses. Um, looking back, I have a couple questions for you, Clarice, actually. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> so looking back at, well, let's go to Isaiah, back to the original one you mm-hmm. spoke about. I love how you said it of... you you found the four points that were made here of like, what are signs Mm. of being bound? So it's that afflicted, brokenhearted, held captive Mm -hmm. or bound prisoner. And so I'll be a little, (laughs) a little bit like the Jews Mm -hmm. in uh, John. Yeah. And ask you, you know, in 2019, you know, most of us sitting here listening to this podcast are not a bound prisoner, right? We Mm -hmm. don't have visible shackles and we're not in prison. We're not held physically captive. And you use some references of what you see that every day. You know, we walk around and see that. So, Okay. Has there ever been a point in your life where you felt bound, or a way that we could explain this bound prisoner thing in a little bit more practical sense? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and you want to know what's interesting? First off, the word freedom mm-hmm. in this in the passage from Isaiah it actually refers to an opening of the eyes. Nice, and it also then obviously opening of the prison, but it also is opening of the eyes. And it was really interesting. And I'll take you back. Holy Spirit just brought this to my remembrance Um, when I was probably youth group age. So right around maybe end of grade school, early high school. I remember at that point, music was, I was first being introduced to maybe like secular Mm -hmm. music. And I remember just listening to it and not thinking anything of it. I went to a youth conference and I got convicted on listening to secular music. And at the time, I think, I can't even remember what CDs they were, but it was CDs. So we didn't have <laughs> these like great devices where now you have mm-hmm. like Spotify mm-hmm. and iTunes and all your music is right there. I mean, you actually had a <laughs> device CD player where you had to put different types of CDs in them. Anyway, long story short. um, I just knew at that conference, I was not supposed to be listening to the music that I had started listening to. And I remember throwing away my CDs. And Mm -hmm. I, at that point, was just like, no, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lock into this. And I know we're going to eventually get into Galatians, but Galatians five one, where it was that you just don't submit yourself again to bondage. And I remember thinking that, and there's a song that we're going to recommend that you listen to, and it's called um, Freedom. And it's, I think, by Daryl Evans. Anyway, long story short, I just remember knowing in that moment, I just want to be free from what this music is creating in my mind which isn't pleasing to God who created me and who knows what's best for me you know Mm -hmm. I think it's something even a lot more simple I've I've walked around I remember walking around campus here at Auburn the one day and I just was praying and doing a prayer walk and I remember looking at some of the faces and I remember seeing some of them a little sad and And then I remember I was walking past the library and there was this girl that you could just tell was just visibly disturbed. So I sat down next to her and I said, can I just talk to you? Are you okay? And she just waterworks, Mm -hmm. you know? And we're able to have a moment where she was bound in some mindset yep. things and beliefs that the enemy threw on her that weren't truth. And so, you know, it can be as simple as being bound to music, or it could be as tough as believing a lie about your value or your identity. There's so many ways that Jesus comes to fulfill bringing this freedom to our lives, our hearts, our mindsets, our beliefs, Absolutely. just everything. And
1: what you said about that woman on campus, I think if we open up our eyes to look, that's what you were saying earlier, is mm-hmm. we often see that around us. And many people bound, it is visible on the outside, maybe not by physical shackles, but right. you, you can see it if your spirit man is paying attention. Uh, example I have of being bound my sentence, uh, just full transparency, I think about mm-hmm. a time in my life that... Um, I. <laughs> hard to say. Uh, Maybe there was a a substance I was relying on. This is pre-Christ. And that bound by sin for me is I was taking this substance and I was so focused on it, but also so trying to hide it that you became so wrapped up in it. Your thoughts were, when's the next time I'm going to get that? How do I make sure nobody knows I have it? How am I going to act like to, like I'm not on it? You know, and I was totally bound by this substance that it was consuming mm-hmm. my thoughts, the way I uh, had actions, the way I was interacting with people, all because of this um, wow. sinful substance that wasn't supposed to be in my life. But it bound my life physically because I wasn't free from mm-hmm. it. And so when the Lord removed wow. that from my life, there was such a freedom of, oh, I don't have to worry about hiding that. I don't have to worry about sneaking around, et cetera. So that just even think of another example of how sin, while it can be such a small thing. Can it literally bound and impacted my life?
0: I was not free from that. Oh, wow. And just think of how small sometimes it starts mm-hmm. and then it escalates into this, you know, pattern, life pattern changing and life altering yeah. and, and can be detrimental and damaging. And you know who we love in the Bible who has such a remarkable story. <laughs> Paul. Love Paul. Me some Paul. Cassie, can you just talk a little bit about Paul? Yeah, <laughs> we would
1: love to. Um, I'll first start by reading in Galatians is where we're going to spend time talking about Paul, read some scriptures, and we'll just talk about them for a minute. The first one explaining Paul's life in Galatians one, if you go to verse 13 and 14, and he's speaking here, he's saying, for you have heard of my previous way of life in Judaism, how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. I was advancing in Judaism beyond many Jews of my own age and was extremely zealous for the traditions of my fathers. So Paul here, you know, we know him as the new Testament writer. You know, he wrote the majority of the new Testament. He's this incredible apostle. does so much for the kingdom. But if you peel back a little bit, Paul's life, you know, he was the Jew of Jews, you know, coming from the best tribe. He was the smartest kid. He knew, he knew the Jewish laws. He lived it. He was stellar. Even here, he said he was exceeding, beyond other Jews his own age if you want to say he was like the best of the best Mm -hmm.
0: when it came to Jews,
1: and totally loud and proud Oh it he was (laughs) bold, you know, Paul's boldness, this is interesting God often Mm -hmm. gives us personality traits that he's designed to use for the kingdom but you know, so Paul Paul's boldness was always there, it's just praise God for the transformation in his life that now it became for the kingdom of God but beforehand, guys, he was attacking Christianity, he was murdering believers, I mean Paul was extremely zealous to stop the Christian church. That Judaism was the way to go and he was excelling at it. And then he had a radical interaction with the Lord um, called the on Damascus road. He was traveling and um, Jesus appeared to him. He was blinded and his whole world. There's a lot of details to it, but he was completely transformed in his way of life. Just, you know, I'm, like one eighty, you know, who's going this one direction, Mm -hmm. completely turned around and that boldness became used for the kingdom of God and for Christ. And so that's where we hear so much of his story in the New Testament. And so if you flip over to Galatians five, this is Paul still talking and this is when he starts talking about freedom, our topic today. But Clarice, any other points of Paul's life that we would add before we read this? Because really understanding where he's coming from, yeah. of how he experienced freedom from the old ways, really right. allows this chapter to be powerful.
0: Well, and again, if you look at what they were coming from with Judaism, you know, you mm-hmm. they had in the Old Testament received these 613 commandments in reading through Leviticus. I don't know if anyone has, but I challenge you to read them and you understand with greater depth how religious you could get trying to fulfill and act out and do um, the laws, like be submitted to and under the laws and quote unquote do them well, like Paul boasted, Mm -hmm. how Paul boasted of doing them. And it's just crazy because Jesus came to fulfill the law and it's just awesome to know that we don't have to in and of ourselves try and fulfill these 613 commandments from the old Testament. Oh, absolutely. And Paul commonly
1: references that, um, in his writings about, you know, if you're trying to keep the law, you have to keep every single one. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And if you miss Mm -hmm. one of those 613, it's like you broke the entire law, you know, and he's constantly (laughs) using that parallel of like our own ability or man's ability to try to keep these certain rules and regulations versus Trust in Christ and believing in Christ and knowing that He did come and He satisfied the law, and yeah. there is freedom within that. And so, reading what Paul has to say in Galatians 5, we're going to read a few verses here and then Clarissa and I will talk through them. But the first one, mm-hmm. Galatians 5 1. And when it comes to freedom, this is commonly one of the first verses that come to mind. And Paul says, yeah. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand yeah. firm, then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. So unpacking this a little, you know, it is for freedom that Christ set us free. You know, so there's not some other reason that Christ says free. He's calling us to this freedom in him. And later on, we'll talk about, you know, what does that mean? You know, what do we do with that freedom? Right. That is Christ is intentionally called to set us free. So when we look at the things of the world and so how quickly others may be looking to bind us or get us, um held down shackled wrapped up christ is here and he's one he's coming into our lives for freedom to remove the shackles. so i'm feeling like a weight lifted off your shoulders type of thing like that is the feeling that comes when you receive that freedom in christ but paul awesome well
0: oh well i was gonna say the metaphor here how he talks about the Mm yoke you know tell us about that man it is literally the visual of what is placed on a very strong working animal to carry a load. And I just think of how weighty that is. And obviously you're pulling it then to either carry a load or to plow the ground or till the ground or just whatever Mm -hmm. it is, but it's on your shoulders. It's heavy. Mm -hmm. I think of how you would have to be slumped over. You just would have to be exceptionally strong. But again, he's saying that you are removing this, this, bondage this Mm -hmm. burden from your shoulders and thinking about how different it would be to walk around without that and that is exactly what christ does because in this freedom he's talking about in this passage it is liberty to liberty to do or omit things having no relationship to salvation and understanding that true liberty is living as we should should not as we please which is being you know by the desires of the flesh or how the enemy tries to encourage us or lie to us to live.
1: Yes. And so to your point, you went there, so let's go there. So, um, (laughs) you know, we, we oftentimes hear freedom and we're like, cool, we can do whatever we want. Um, and Paul says it in another scripture in the the new Testament about how everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Mm -hmm. And so to Clarissa's point, she just made, it's this freedom to live as Christ has called us to live. So it's not freedom to go just do whatever I want, hurt people, hurt right. myself, you know, whatever it is actually to go do what Christ called us to do. So going down, Paul even tells us this, going down in chapter five mm-hmm. to verse 13, he says, you, my brothers will, were called to be free, but do not mm-hmm. use your freedom to indulge the sinful nature rather yeah serve one another in love
0: um and
1: mm-hmm. what I think about that I think it's pretty clear you know don't use your freedom to indulge the simple nature so like Clarice said we're not free so we can go just do whatever selfish thing right. we want and Paul's telling us here the counter to that is serve one another in love
0: and so what stands yeah.
1: out there if you think about it the times in your life that you've been um those four things Clarice pointed out that you're um bound you are broken hearted Clarice what were the other two
0: yeah, if you were just afflicted, afflicted um, mm-hmm. you were afflicted, brokenhearted, captive, yeah. or a bound prisoner. So if you
1: think about the times in your life that you felt that way, when I look back, I was not really effectively loving others, right? Because mm-hmm. you're bound, you're wrapped up in your own stuff. Like Corey said, that visual with the yoke on you, you're kind of head down, heavy, that like girl on the bench, At Auburn, that was just down. (laughs) It's hard Mm -hmm. to be effective in loving others like Christ has called us to when we're bound by these things. And so what Paul's saying is Christ has set you free from that. Like you don't have to worry about that yoke or that shame or that guilt. That has been taken off your shoulders. And now you can lift your head up, look around, and then go out Mm -hmm. and say how you're looking for others to love. And so I can just really get that sense of this freedom. Take that yoke off and let me go out and love others and prefer them above myself.
0: Yes. And well, in that next verse, it says for the whole law, all these 613 mm-hmm. that we talked about for the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and with that, you know, you talk about walking around then new perspective, new eyes. And I think what's so neat is that, you know, when we have the experience where our eyes are open, we're unbound talks about in second Corinthians five 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Mm -hmm. And so you think of just that freedom you have, and you have the opportunity for this newness of nature. And so when the enemy comes in again, after you've removed this this yoke of slavery and this yoke of bondage and this yoke of sin has been removed from you, you get to tell the enemy, no, I am a new creation. Mm -hmm. I am a new creature. And I again don't have to be submitted to what I formerly was bound by,
1: right? And I love how you said that. I'm the practical one here, right?
0: <laughs> of mm-hmm. even
1: <laughs> physically saying it, because I will say, you know, y'all um, know my testimony. I got saved later in life, and there's lots of residual <laughs> um, lack mm-hmm. of freedom items, some things trying to bind me. And so there are moments like I was saved; spirit was in me. You know, Second Corinthians uh, three seventeen says where the spirit of the Lord is there's freedom so by every letter yeah. of understanding I was free but it's not to say that that thing that tried to bind you before won't ever come back or try right. you don't have to receive it but it could try and mm-hmm. so to Clarissa's really practical point of even saying like I am free from this this no longer has me held captive I have the spirit of the Lord in me um, and there's yeah. freedom in that. So, Clarissa, I love you bringing that up of just sometimes you will have to say that again. And that is absolutely okay to say it out loud <laughs> and do whatever you have oh, to do. I'm a new creation. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Because we need to. We need to give voice to what we believe. Because that's then you're speaking that over your situation, yourself. You're bringing life to where there is impending or the opportunity for death again to the desires, the visions, the beliefs whatever it is you know we even talked about last week disappointment um you speak to that Mm -hmm. and you tell you put it in its place yeah and we've talked about before the power of our words
1: you know we're Mm -hmm. speaking to that That thing but we're also hearing ourselves say it and so then we believe that so any final thoughts Clarice in regards to freedom
0: yeah, I think you really hit on something key again in 13 when it says don't use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. Mm-hmm. And if you look a little bit further down mm-hmm. in Galatians 5, it says, um, but I say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And the, he talks about later, you know, the works of the flesh are evident, you know, sexual morality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery. There's a whole list: jealousy, fits of anger, mm-hmm. rivalries, envy. Um, and he warns them of these things, which is awesome to know. Okay, we know what we can fall into mm-hmm. because of our flesh, our sin nature, right? But because we know that we are a new creature and we are new in Christ, yep. we have the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, which is later on in twenty two mm-hmm. and twenty three. And it says the fruit of the spirit then is love. I always love that the love is the first one, (laughs) but it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such. There is no law. And those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So to know that we may walk this life and there may be something that we even haven't told anyone and we're just battling it daily and it's a fleshly thing that that nobody knows about and internally it is not bringing us peace but we can know that through Christ we have crucified that aspect we have crucified that with his passions and desires and that we can give it to God we can we can receive his freedom and that we don't again have to be um, under that yoke and of that bondage and that's where the spirit of the Lord is. We are free. We are. What an amazing,
1: another amazing benefit of being a believer in Christ to experience that freedom. Amen. All right, Clarice. So any takeaways from the week? I know you mentioned reading Galatians 5, mm-hmm.
0: anything else? Yeah, well, I think what will help, and I know what will help you guys because it definitely helped me prep for this. I really encourage you to read all of Galatians just because it helps put Galatians five where we're talking about this freedom, it helps put it into context. Um, You know, you have to understand contextually often. I mean, I think I know when, when I just dove right in to five, you know, you look at the next verse and they're talking about circumcision. I'm like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. I'm like, rewind. Okay. Rewind. Where did this come from? And so you do, you really need to read all of Galatians to just place that freedom part in context. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was funny because I think Cassie and I both woke up with, with freedom songs yeah. in our heart <laughs> this morning and old school song. I believe it's Daryl Evans um, that's, that sings it, but it talks about it is for freedom that we have been set free and yeah. um, and so, you know, I highly encourage you to listen to that song or a couple other songs out there just about that freedom because then it just washes over your spirit, speaks directly to your spirit, your soul. And you just know um, that you have an opportunity to just marinate in that. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about that word. Um, I think, Cassie, there was another song that you had yeah. mentioned. Um, for me this morning, it was by the artist Shane and Shane.
1: And it's a song called mm-hmm. Liberty, a similar concept to Corey it says. It's singing a lot of this, um, these scriptures from Galatians 5 about freedom. And so what a great thing that we both have this in our head to hum as we go throughout mm-hmm. the day. It's that reminder of the freedom that we have in
0: Christ. And it's a good thing because we were debating singing them to you, but we just decided that we value our listening <laughs> audience way too much so we're just going to put the links on the website yeah you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) yes
1: oh well Clarice you want to pray for us as we wrap up today I
0: I would love to pray for us um father god I thank you so much for the ways that you just minister to our hearts um every moment of every day lord that we would just be so in tune to that god you would just turn our hearts to you always um lord I thank you for just highlighting this concept to us lord to discuss today, Lord, but it's more than a concept. God, I thank you that what you did by sending your son... Jesus, Lord, we don't devalue that. We don't make light of what Your Son did for us. Mm -hmm. So, Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for dying on the cross for our sins, so that we can be free and that we are free. And for freedom, you set us free. So, Jesus, we just ask that you um, continue to show us how to walk in this freedom, Lord. I specifically ask for the people who are bound or who are captive, whether in thought or lifestyle or pattern or behavior, Lord, that they would just right now receive hope in their spirit that you are the one who can set them free. So God, as they turn their hearts to you to even say, I don't believe you, God, that you would just um, remove that doubt, Lord, that beyond a shadow of a doubt, that they would know that you can set them free and you are the one who liberates. And so we praise you as that today. We thank you that you are the true liberator, mm-hmm. um, that you do set all of us free. And so Lord, I thank you for allowing us to walk in that freedom, to walk in that newness. Lord, I Speak over everyone that has received you, God, that you are in Christ. You are a new creation. And so, God, I thank you that the old has passed away and behold, the new has come. So bless us, Lord, today. Um, We thank you for this time and we love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.